Hello and welcome to My Chaotic Mind. I'm Kaz and in this podcast I'll be sharing my thoughts, opinions and experiences juggling adult life with eating disorder recovery. And maybe there'll even be a laugh or two along the way because let's face it, being an adult is difficult enough without throwing an eating disorder into the mix. So, if you're ready, it's time to come with me through the looking glass. Welcome to this special bonus episode of My Chaotic Mind. The subject I'm going to be talking about today is something I have been wanting to get off my chest for quite some time. And that is the government's approach to this obesity crisis that we seem to be in at the moment and the ways in which I think it is flawed. Now, everything I'm going to say comes with the caveat that it is all my own opinions and thoughts. I have no medical, nutritional, psychological or eating disorder specialist training. I only have my own lived experience of over half my life with anorexia. But I really don't think what the government is doing to try and tackle obesity is going to work. And I'm going to start by addressing calories on menus. This is something that I know has caused a lot of distress amongst people with eating disorders. I believe a key part of eating disorder recovery is being able to go out for a meal. And if the calories are going to be on the menu, it gives that little eating disordered voice something to cling on to. And it gives the eating disorder a way to get back in. And if you're somebody who's further along in recovery or even recovered, potentially it could actually be quite triggering. I don't think calories on menus are actually going to make a difference. One of the reasons is not all calories are equal. Take, for example, a Muller Light yogurt, a banana and one of those new skinny Mars bars. All of those have roughly 100 calories each, but vastly different nutritional profiles. And I would argue that the least nutritionally beneficial of the three is the Muller Light yogurt, the one that would be promoted as the diet product, the good product, the healthy product, because it's also the product that is full of synthetic chemicals designed to trick your mouth and your mind into believing you are eating something satisfying. It doesn't matter if something is low in calories, it doesn't mean it's better for you than something that is higher in calories. It's just not that simple. And I get that there are some people who need to know calories. For example, if you have diabetes, you need to know at least roughly how many carbohydrates are in whatever it is that you're about to consume so that you can calculate the right amount of insulin. 
but you're not going to get that information just from calories. You actually need more of a breakdown of the composition of that food or that meal. I also think there are really only two demographics that are going to be particularly interested in calories on menus. That is those who have eating disorders and those who are on diets. I do not think diets work by and large. They tend to be quite fatty. A lot of people will go on them for some time. They may lose the weight, then they come off them. The weight goes back on and maybe a bit extra. I believe that if you want to lose weight, you need to, to completely change your attitude to eating. Don't see it as a diet, as a temporary thing. You are changing your way of life. I think what the government should be doing is getting in at school level, teaching kids how to cook, how to budget and about nutrition and also about healthy ways to deal with psychological and emotional distress. I think the vast number of people that would be classified as obese are not that way simply because they enjoy eating food. Now there are some people who will hold their hands up and say yep I'm obese I'm this way because I just love eating certain types of food. And you know what? I'm not going to change. I enjoy these foods. Life is short. Bring it on. And all power to them. It is their choice and their body. The government cannot force people into losing weight simply by putting calories on a menu and increasing the price of what they would classify as junk foods or limiting the offers they have on such foods. What they should be doing instead of putting these prices up, particularly right now when households are struggling to work out how on earth they are going to pay for their gas and electric as well as every other expense they have, lower the price of foods that you want people to buy put special offers on foods you want people to buy, but don't go about demonising foods. I think the whole calories on menus thing is the government paying lip service to show that they are doing something about this obesity crisis. They're not actually doing anything, or at least not anything helpful, but they can say, look, We've done this. Aren't we fabulous? No, frankly, you're not. Because you really have not thought this through. Calories are just a guide. Does anyone expect every chef in every chain restaurant to make sure they use exactly the same amount of oil whenever they're frying something? Are they going to be measuring the sauces they put on pastas and other dishes to the exact gram or milliliter? Is every single member of staff in a McDonald's drive-thru at peak times going to be making sure that every carton of fries weighs exactly the same? No, 
they're not paid enough to do that. It's simply a rough guide. The actual number of calories you may be consuming could be quite significantly higher or lower than the figure stated on that menu. For people to actually get any benefit from having calories on menus, people need to know and understand exactly what calories mean. I've seen so many programmes, and you may well have done as well, where people do not realise how many calories they burn off. For example, they might do an hour at the gym and think, that's fine, I've done that, I can have a Mars bar now. They don't realise that the calories they've burned are actually probably only a quarter or a third of that Mars bar. And I'm talking about proper Mars bar here, not one of those less than 100 calorie ones. Calories are a measurement of energy expenditure of heat. That is what a calorie is. People need to know exactly how that relates to food and their bodies. Just giving somebody the number of calories in something, really, you're not teaching them, you're not teaching them much. They might learn a little bit, but really, I mean, you're not going to a restaurant to be educated, unless you're a sous chef. The other argument I would raise is that on items we buy from supermarkets for decades have had nutritional information on the labels. We still have an obesity crisis. Clearly, having nutritional information on labels has not helped to stop that crisis or slow it down. How on earth is putting calories on menus going to do anything different? I feel I should stress here, I am not saying that we should not have nutritional information on items in supermarkets. Of course we need that, but it's not just the calories on those labels. It's the ingredients and it's the breakdown of other nutrients that are in those items. And I think we do need that on supermarket food. But calories on restaurant menus? What is the point? Most people going out to eat see it as a special event or a treat. It's not something the majority of people do on a regular basis. And if you are going out for a special meal, then, you know, you maybe expect it's going to be a bit more calorific than normal. You anticipate that. You want to go and pick the food you really want to have, not what calorifically is lowest on the menu. And I cannot speak for people who are in what would be classified as the obese category. But I would imagine there may be people who will feel they have got to choose the lowest calorie item because if they don't, they may fear that they will be judged. And that 
breaks my heart because God knows there is enough stigma around weight and body shape as it is. Why add yet another piece of ammunition to this artillery? The government is pretty much calling out people who are obese and saying, this is your fault. You need to do something about it. We are doing everything we can to help you. And I think as well, people are too quick to blame problems people have on their weight. If you go to your GP and you have a sore knee and you're obese, you're probably going to be told you need to lose some weight. That knee problem could be completely unrelated to what you weigh. It could be something else entirely, but that option is not even considered because of how you look. And that has got to change. The government is basically putting the blame of obesity on the people who are obese. A lot of people use food to deal with emotions, whether it's to comfort themselves or to numb themselves or anything like that. I mean, hello, anorexia, bulimia, eating disorders. We have binge eating disorder. We have compulsive overeating disorder. Both of those and bulimia can result in somebody ending up gaining an awful lot of weight and possibly falling into the obese category. Simply getting that person to eat less and move more is like trying to cure anorexia by getting someone to eat more and move less. Yes, the obese person may lose weight, but if they are not going to be able to maintain it if they've not been given the tools to deal with psychological and emotional stress in a healthy way. I also think it is sending out a potentially damaging message to young people who may be at a stage in their life where they are struggling to cope with physical changes in their body. Most eating disorders begin round about puberty, late childhood, early teenage years. And if you are reinforcing to these young people that calories matter, you could be setting up a whole generation for an even more prolific wave of eating disorders. Why don't the government actually invest some money in producing leaflets or books or even a website which will provide people with meal plans and instructions on how to prepare nutritious and healthy food and make it simple. Lots of people do not have the time or the money or the energy to be cooking lots of elaborate meals. For a lot of people, things like ready meals and convenience foods are a lifesaver. Show people and show kids in school 
how to cook from scratch and how easy it can be. And even with the generation of adults now that have children, those kids can go to school and they will bring home the knowledge they have learned and they will want to share it with their parents and their families. Adults can learn from children. It doesn't just go one way. I personally have not used algebra or Pythagoras theorem since I took my GCSE maths exam. And the only reason I needed to know them was to pass that exam. There are specialist areas in maths, sciences, English, other subjects that could be moved from the curriculum to make room to educate on budgeting, cooking, nutrition, mental health. These more specialist areas could then be taught to people when they've made choices about what higher education they want to move into. If you're going into a career where it's going to be relevant to know how to calculate the angle of a triangle, teach it then. Not everyone needs to know that, but everyone needs to know how to cook, how to budget and take care of finances because we have so much debt in this country and so much poverty. Teach things that are really going to make a difference in future generations. Don't just put on little sticking plasters that are going to fall off. Make changes that are going to last for years and years to come. It baffles me how anyone is expecting this to actually be effective in any meaningful way. At least have an option for people to ask for a menu with or without calories on it. And I'm willing to bet the menus with calories on it will probably look almost pristine after a year because hardly anyone is going to want to use them. I find it difficult enough when I am ordering something through an app and it's telling me what the calories are to ignore that information. If I'm going into a restaurant, I do not want that information shoved in my face. It's just not, in my opinion, a good idea. You, of course, are completely entitled to disagree and to have a different opinion. And I will respect that. I do hope I haven't scared you off with my, let's say, rather strong opinions on the subject. I do hope that you will come back for the next episode. Please do take very good care of yourself. And you know what? Go out, have the food you want to have and enjoy it. Because you know what? Life is short. We do only live once. You can have your cake and eat it. Because why else have you got cake if you're not going to eat it? Anyway, bye for now. You've been listening to My Chaotic Mind with me, Kaz. 
please do rate, share and subscribe to this podcast if you have enjoyed it. You can follow me on Instagram at edpodcast. That is edpodcast, C-A-Z. Please do feel free to send me a direct message on there if you want to. And I hope to see you back here soon for the next episode.